You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, good morning, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro from the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and I am pumped to be here with you today on this beautiful Tuesday. And, you know, I was getting dressed this morning and preparing for today's episode, and I was thinking about, you know, where I started. And I was thinking about the fact that when I launched my business in 2011, I had zero followers. I did not have an Instagram account. I had no idea how to take a picture of myself, record a video, or write a blog post. And here I am today with over 86,000 followers on my Instagram, a growing podcast by leaps and bounds, a YouTube channel, a Facebook page, my own website, and just really loving the fact that I get to be in my home office. My kids are watching a movie because it's a rainy Tuesday morning, and this is life. This is life. I've gotten to create this beautiful business that has taken years and years of trial and error and overcoming obstacles and facing setbacks. But it's beautiful when you get to say to yourself, wow, this is what I created. Holy cow, I made this one decision to launch a network marketing business and look where it has taken me today. You know, I just launched another business, Chic Influencer, in January. And and I feel like this is for another episode and I just wrote an Instagram post about this. It's going to go up today. But I just wrote this post about how in life we are we are so easy to look to what other people are accomplishing and saying, man, I just wish I could be where she's at right now. I just wish that I could have that kind of success. And she has it all together And she seems like things are just going well for her. And I giggle because every time somebody says to me, Melanie, you just seem like you have it all together and you're so organized and you have it all figured out. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me because I am a hot mess express over here. I am literally just trying to figure this out. What is my next step in my career? Who can I inspire today? What kind of piece of content is going to resonate with my audience? How can I keep my team motivated? How can I help my leaders advance to their next goal? How can I continue to stay motivated and fresh and rising up and leveling up in my own life? Like this is a constant challenge and I am still figuring it out. But the one thing that hit me like a ton of bricks this morning was this. We have to stop wishing that we were further along and start saying to ourselves, what can I do where I'm at in the moment right now so that in three to five years from now, I can look back and say, oh my gosh, I am where I want to be, or I'm making steps towards where I want to be, or I'm in a totally different place that brings me joy, but I'm so glad I didn't hold back. I'm so glad I pursued my dreams. 
I did the things that made me uncomfortable because I wouldn't have found this hidden gem that I call my passion of where I am today. So just a little piece of advice, you know, put your head down, work hard, don't compare yourself to other people that are in the same space that you are because you are authentically you with your own beautiful gifts and the world needs what you have to offer. And so get out there and make that happen. So today we're going to talk a little bit about this concept of is Facebook dead? And I know you're going to love it and I'm going to, I'm just going to drop all of the nuggets of wisdom on you. But before we do that, I'd love to give a rating and review. So if you want to head over to iTunes, 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 and leave me a rating and review, subscribe to the podcast so you get notifications when new episodes go up. That would be amazing. Uh, On Wednesday, um, EMC for Jay left a review. I have a small network marketing business for almost three years now and just transitioned to no longer working outside of the home and the advice and tips that Melanie offers through this podcast, her topics are realistic, applicable, not only to my business, but my life. Melanie has helped me shift my mindset and gain a new perspective for creating the life we have dreamed of for our family. Thank you for challenging and stretching me to become a better version of me. EMC4J, thank you from the bottom of my heart for leaving me that review. I love to know that what I'm putting out there is impacting your life in a positive way. You can um, send an email to mjmitro at gmail.com. I would love to send you a little something for leaving me a review. And as always, guys, make sure you tag me on your Instagram stories and tell me what your top takeaways are because I want to know what is helping you grow. And if you've got suggestions for future episodes, you can email them to me as well. All right. Let's dive into our content today. So let's talk about Facebook, right? So, you know, the word on the streets is that Facebook's dead, that Instagram's where it's at, that being an influencer on Instagram and using stories and live and IGTV, like that's where you should be. And while I'm going to say that, yes, I agree that Instagram, I partly agree, Instagram is a growing platform. Instagram is, you know, a place where people are spending more time. And yes, there is an opportunity for you to network and grow in that space. But Facebook is far from dead. Here's the thing, and this is with any platform, because mark my words, in five years from now, and maybe even in 18 months from now, you're all going to be maybe saying Instagram's not what it used to be. Well, I'm glad that these platforms are not what they used to be, because I love that we're committed to growing, to evolving with the times, to helping people connect with their ideal, authentic audience and really create lasting relationships. And social media, regardless of the platform that you're using, is meant to be social. So we're gonna talk a little bit about Facebook and how you can use that to grow your business. I personally launched my business on my personal Facebook page, and this is probably a whole other episode. Should I have a business page? Should I have a personal page? I personally launched on my personal Facebook page, started my business-like page at the same exact time, posted almost identical content for years and years and years because I had no idea what to do with the business page. And then once I started to get my wits about myself in this social media scope, 
then I could be more strategic, but at least I had content there. All right. So what I did when I, you know, launched my business and what I do now is I still, number one, the most important thing is just remember that social media is social. That when you are in fact creating content and you are, are putting it on your Facebook platform is you're still not just a salesperson. If you're in network marketing, if you have a brick and mortar business, if you sell a product and you're on your personal page, you want to remember that you're not just the product you sell. Actually, you're not the product you sell. You're a brand. You're an individual with unique interests and talents and strengths and weaknesses. And you have a voice and a way of speaking and a unique background and upbringing that makes you who you are. And at the root level, when you're on social media, your goal is to connect with people that you would want to have to your house and have a cup of coffee at the kitchen table with. And so the first thing we have to remember is if I want to get out there and connect with people, I can't just be sharing on my platform, buy this product, this product's launching, join my team. Because if your whole feed is just these buy this, buy that spam sort of posts that are stock image like that are not you people are going to tune you out. And you're right, it's not going to work. All right? So that's kind of tip number 1. You're you're a brand. So the second thing is if we're just posting about the product we promote, and I'm going to break that down, you're also maybe at the beginning when you launched your business, you had success with that approach because it was new. It was exciting. People were like, what is she doing? Let me follow her health and fitness journey. Let me follow some of these recipes. Oh, these are great motivational quotes. Oh, she's on day 10 of her workouts. There's that little flex Friday post, right? And so the first 30 days, 60 days, people are are like curious about what you're doing. And they, they comment, they like, they tell you they're so proud of you and they're excited for you. And then all of a sudden, your traction starts to drop. And people are like, there she goes again. That morning workout selfie, there she goes again. That motivational quote, there she goes again. And so people begin to tune you out because you're like a broken record and it's just the same content on repeat. It's your workout, it's your food, it's your daily devotional, it's your weekly meal plan. And so, you know, every industry has to constantly be evolving and serving, not just selling. We have to be adding value versus just documenting our life. And that's super powerful. So if we look at that even a little bit further, this is the way I sort of look at my day. I always say to myself, like, what? And this is a prime example. Last night on my personal page, I'm hosting an event. I'm co-hosting it with three other leaders in my network marketing industry at our annual conference. It is a pre-conference event to just really prime your mindset, And so we have an Eventbrite link and I thought to myself, okay, I want to post this on my personal page. And so I wrote out the entire post and then I pasted the Eventbrite link and I looked at it and I actually did hit publish. And when I took a step back and I looked at that, I thought that's not going to stop the scroll. People aren't going to stop and look at an Eventbrite link and click see more. For me, I was like, people are going to stop 
and read and click see more if it's an eye-catching photo of myself. And so what I did was I grabbed a photo that I had um, of myself that was clear, that was eye-catching that I never used before. And I attached the Eventbrite link in the post, but it stopped the scroll. And I noticed that it got way more interaction and comments and I tagged the other people that were co-hosting the event, you know, and I asked, I gave a call to action, tag your team in the comments below. And that stopped the scroll. So when you're thinking about content and the message you want to put out there, you want to say to yourself, how do I get people to stop and read this? I've got to use an eye-catching image. If I'm promoting, you know, my new skincare line and I want to show people why they need this in their life, I personally am not going to share a picture of that the company gives me of that skincare line and a link to order. I am going to share a picture of my skin and the transformation it has had and I'm going to talk about, right, like, not having to hide behind layers of makeup every day and finally being able to just put on some mascara and walk out the door and go to go grocery shopping or go out for a cocktail with my girlfriends. And so it's really about saying to yourself, I need to engage my audience because eventually they're going to tune me out if I'm not really catching them. So that's kind of number two is really saying to myself like, okay, am I just selling or am I serving? Another thing that went on the sell and serve is when I read posts, especially on Facebook, again, it's like I'm trying to promote this accountability group. I'm trying to promote this product launch. And so you're just talking about this new program, this new group you're running, this new product that's coming out. And so again, I'm tuning you out because I see it all the time and I just know that that's what you do. Oh yeah, you're that health and fitness coach. So instead, make your first line, do you struggle with dot, 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 something you know people struggle with. And then you tell a story, you give a piece of advice that they can practically apply. So one of my favorite pieces of advice is after dinner, I think dinner and done, which I believe I got that from Alana. Um, Molstein, who created To Be Mindset, but even before that came out, I would say envision a stop sign. Envision that when you go to the kitchen after dinner, you turn off the lights, you clean it up, the kitchen is closed, you envision a stop sign. When you get that urge to emotionally eat or when the kids go to bed and, and you want to go in there and, and you want to eat in the pantry the pieces of chocolate or pour yourself that wine, if you've got a health and fitness goal, imagine a stop sign right? Stop. Do I need this eating opportunity? Am I hungry? Am I bored? Am I stressed? Identify the emotion. Then what's the replacement? All right. So if you say to yourself, I'm just going to eat it anyways, then ask yourself, what's going to be the outcome? How am I going to feel after I eat this food? Right? Am I going to feel guilty? Am I going to beat me myself up? Is this food going to nourish me and give me strength? Yes or no. Then make a decision about what you're going to do. These are things I do. Distract myself by, you know, going into the bedroom and reading a book, out of sight, out of mind, calling a friend, taking a bath, going for a walk in the neighborhood. You know, get your mind onto something else. Now, I've just talked to people about a, a thing that most women struggle with, emotional eating, late night snacking. I've given them a real practical strategy that they can implement tonight after dinner and 
I've just raised the trust bar just a little bit. And they're like, man, what's Melanie up to? And maybe they'll start watching my stories or maybe they'll actually read the next post that I put up that may be about the success that my customers are having in my accountability group and how they've lost five pounds in the first week. And now they're like, gosh, she's giving me tips. Now she's got this group. These people are having success and I'm over here and I'm eating like a half of a tub of, you know, um, peppermint bark or chocolate almond bark and, and I need what she has to offer. So I might get a little bit more curious and ask some questions. You know, the next day I might come in and I might talk about my my morning routine and how, you know, as a busy mom in the summer, it's really easy to get thrown off track to start serving your kids instead of yourself. And, and these are my top tips for allowing that mom time first thing in the morning before the day gets away from me. And so now I'm able to add more value and I'm giving tips for how I get my workouts in or how I do my meal plans for the week. And it's a varied medium of video, of post and content, and then I slide in those call to act, call to think, getting people to engage. You can do that right on your social media, right on your personal Facebook page. Friends, it works. If your content is relevant, it will work. All right, so it's not all about the content. Let's talk about the action part of it too. So as a business owner, every day, we can't say to ourselves, come to me. I'm going to make this content and you're going to talk to me. No, as a business owner, as a person that's trying to grow your product and services, we want to be out there connecting with people every single day. So one of the things that I do, especially on my personal Facebook page, you know, is, and even any page that I really run, is I'm always saying to myself, where is my ideal audience? Who are my people? And so I am going through and I am making sure that I'm connected to all of the women that are, you know, in my mops group that my kids go to preschool with. I'm making sure that the women in my neighborhood that I'm friends with on Facebook, I'm making sure that the people that my coworkers from my job that I'm friends with, that people we went to college and high school and, you know, people that were just acquaintances that I'm friends with because maybe, just maybe, they need the service and product I have to offer. And if we're friends, it opens the door to that. Also, you know, I make sure that every day I'm connecting with five or 10 new people. So I am sending five or 10 new friend requests every single day. I am cultivating conversation every single day by looking at people's pages and then sending a message. Hey, I really like that shirt you wore on vacation last week when you were at the beach. We're getting ready to go on our family vacation. Where did you get that? right? Or your kids, where did you find those swim shirts? Because my kids always get burnt at the beach. So yes, I'm friend requesting people, but I'm looking for an opportunity every day to have a side conversation. So that's key. And I set a timer, you know, 10 minutes to find new people, you know, 10 to 15 minutes just to have a couple of conversations. I have multiple ones going at the same time. And then on my page, when I'm creating content, tag your spouse. Tag, you know, the location where the picture was taken at. Tag the business that you visited when you took that picture. You know, think of ways if you're talking about your challenge group and your challengers having great success or, you know, this new skincare product and what it's done for your customer, tag the customer. 
Ask your customer if you can do a, a customer shout out. Because when you feature and shout out other people and you tag them, it's going to now show up in their feed of their friends. And what happens is this allows you to network. I watch my likes like a hawk. People that are new that start liking and commenting on my content, you better believe I'm sending a friend request if they're my kind of people and as long as they're not in the same industry and I'm creating connections with them. You know, so really it is about creating connections. It truly is about adding value. It is about standing out and being purposeful about what you are doing. We're not sharing, we are selling. We're not, we're making sure that we're serving first, that we're, we don't have that mindset of just come to me, but we're really working the system. Okay, my other piece of advice that I really want to give to you is this. I pay attention to trends and the trend right now is Facebook groups. I don't know if you've noticed it, but when they updated the Facebook app, groups were a main focus now, right? Groups are right across the top. Also, there are ads on TV talking about Facebook groups right now and how you can stay connected. And it was like, it dawned on me. And then I was talking to another entrepreneur about how she uses groups. And I thought to myself, pay attention, Melanie. Facebook is not dead. They're trying to increase community. So I began to think to myself, well, what could I do that would literally increase community that maybe isn't even related to my business at all? What is something that I'm truly passionate about? So it's funny, I post a lot about baseball for my kids, right? So what do you think pops up as a suggested group for me to join? Moms of boys who play baseball. I joined that baseball group and because I post about my kids playing baseball, guess what pops up in my newsfeed? That group all the time. They're talking about how to clean the white pants for baseball and you better believe I just went through this last week so I hopped in there and I was like this is my process you know and I walked them through borax, soap, um, fell snap of soap, scrub it off, put it in the washer right and so I made some I'm making new friends in that group. I'm a baseball mom. I'm not going in there to sell. I'm going in there to interact. If those women come to my Facebook page, they're also going to see not just my business, but me posting pictures of my kids and baseball too. All right. Another thing I think to myself, what can I offer my audience that they would love to get? And so the number one thing that people ask me about is fashion, what I'm wearing. And I thought, what if I started a Facebook group that was just me talking about outfits of the day? my favorite shoes, my favorite brands, the makeup, what I wore on vacation. What if I sold some of my past dresses and I was like, boom, that's a great way for me to just genuinely make friends, have community, grow my Facebook audience, use the platform for what it's used for. Yeah, I'm not selling a product or service, but you better believe that there are people in there that are curious about what I'm doing and are checking out my page. And now because we're in a group together and there's engagement, they're a little more curious about what I am doing on the other end. All right, so ask yourself, what is it that you love? Or do you wanna create a group You know that shares prayers? that, you know, talks about, um, you know, cooking or vegans or that maybe talks about moms of multiples or single moms. Like there's so many things that you can do to connect with people and don't worry about it being niche, but 
do it because you love it. Do it because you love it. Maybe you're an, a group instructor, fitness instructor. Connect with other group X instructors. So I think it's important for us to say, I got to think outside of the box. I have to think about what are my unique gifts and talents and what's my audience? What can I serve people with? How can I serve them better? I love my morning routine, my 5 a.m. club mindset, and I am like, I want to start a group that's all about morning mindset, but I just, I've got to be patient with it. I talked about it in last week's episode, and I want to do that, and it's because all I have in my mind is this is something that could serve people. I'm not thinking about selling. I'm thinking about serve. Serve over sell and you will get the sales. You will reach the quotas, but you have to build an authentic trust with people first, okay? All right, Facebook's not dead. You just have to put the time and energy into it to make it work. So last piece of advice, I don't ever abandon ship. And what that means is I don't just decide that I'm going to abandon Instagram because I could go back to Facebook or I'm not going to abandon Facebook because Instagram's the hot thing. I've got one primary social media platform. That is my Instagram account. And I have my secondary and my third and fourth. My Facebook is my secondary. It still gets content. I still share there. But I am focused on growth in one area. Pick your one. Commit to it. Don't ping pong ball all over the place and say, this month it's Instagram, next month it's Facebook, the months after that I'm going to be focusing on YouTube. Uh, Nope, I think I need to make a blog. Pick your path, stay the course, put your head down, have faith in the process, and know that you will create the business you desire if you stay the course. Serve over sell. Got it? All right, friends. I hope today's episode was impactful for you. Um, There's so much more I could talk about Facebook. So drop me some questions. Let me know what some of your biggest um, follow-up questions are to today's episode because I would love nothing more than to head over to my Instagram and my IGTV and answer some questions about today's episode. All right, friends. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks so much for tuning in and I will see you back here next week.